Hey guys, welcome to the WWE Podcast, and tonight it's all about nostalgia. We're looking back 10 years to when The Rock returned to the WWE after being gone for seven long years, which would lead to a year-long program with John Cena. So let's get everything going right after this. It's time for your weekly fix of wrestling nostalgia. When we look at wrestling's past eras, from the Attitude Era... To the reality era. I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead, but the fact is, it's it's gonna get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. To today. Here on the WWE Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Nostalgia Show here on the WWE Podcast. It's time to have a little fun. It's time to forget about the current product. It's time to leave any of those gripes behind, any of those issues or rants or frustrations, and put them in your back pocket as we travel back in time. Ten years tonight, so not too far. Most of you, I think, will remember this. If you haven't seen it, then you probably have heard about it. If you haven't, good God, go YouTube it, please. (laughs) Uh, You're missing out on this one. As I say with almost every episode, this is a huge moment. And I'm going to not just look at the return of The Rock on that specific night, but I'm also going to take a look at WrestleMania 27. And when when The Rock was the host of WrestleMania 27, I'm going to give you some audio from that as well. Because I think it brings this thing full circle. I know that there were subsequent two matches between John Cena and uh, The Rock that ensued from his return, but I want to make sure that uh, it's there's some context to it, and it's not just, oh, he returned, well, then what, right? So you can go back and, of course, watch his year-long run in WWE that was really, not really a, a run per se, as it was just a, a spectacle of him returning um, and really a lot of hypocrisy going on on John Cena's end and The Rock's end. A lot of hypocrisy with uh, things that The Rock said that night upon his return and uh, a lot of hypocrisy on John Cena's end with a lot of the things that he said about The Rock at the time that now he is doing. The very thing that he opposed and spoke against is the very thing that he is doing now. So let's uh, let, let's dive into it in, in, in just a minute. But first, as always, thank you, everybody. I want to always make sure I start out the show saying thank you because there are a zillion options out there for wrestling podcasts. Some of them are really, really, really good that I listen to. You know, I think there's some very good ones out there. We all know the big ones, and they are very good. <clears throat> and certainly they are warranted of... of the, their positions that they're at, but you know we're trying. I think we are making strides here in uh, in, in ascending in the rankings. And, and we originally started out, you know, uh, several months ago. We were actually in like the top fifteen wrestling podcasts, and since then, like we've dropped into the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, even the eighties and nineties at times, and then bounce back into like the top fifty. That's kind of where we live is around fifty. And I'm wondering to myself, has our show just been terrible over the last several months you know i'm like scratching my head like why what is it well it's fairly simple when when apple podcasts split their uh their genres into an actual wrestling category 
that means that you had to reapply to get into that category. And not all wrestling podcasts did. I was one of the first podcasts to get in, which made me immediately right in the top 10, top 15. And I'm like, whoa, cool. And then all of a sudden, the big guns came in, right? Like Jericho's podcast comes in. Austin's podcast comes in. Um, we have, um, who else is doing it? WWE The Bump comes in. Uh, we have tons of people um, and, and shows like, um, oh my goodness, uh, uh what is a busted open radio that is consistently, you know, the top five podcast. So you got these big ones that come in and immediately you're, you know, you're, you are just down five positions. So that's really what happened. And, and I just, <laughs> so those of you, and by the way, you, anybody can look at these rankings. If you're interested, anybody can go look it's at chartable.com. That's chartable.com. And you can type in any podcast, if not just this one, but any podcast that you can think of an op, on Apple, um, and uh, really anywhere else, and take a look. Do a search. The search bar is right at the top, and you can look at the history of everywhere that they rank at the current moment and in, in the United States, in Great Britain, in uh, wherever, around the world. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So uh, check that out if you're interested. But I also, before we get started, I want to uh, give a shout-out to our newest Patreon member, Maddie Rayson. So I, I thank you so much for uh, becoming a patron of the show, and I hope you enjoy your ad-free experience because that's what you're getting now that you are a patron of the show. No ads, no plugs, just your uh, listening, just wrestling, just wrestling talk. So the ads you heard at the beginning of the show, guys, if you are just sighing like, oh, my God, more ads, well, simple way to, to fix that, right? You just, you just go head on over to Patreon. And uh, sign up to become a patron, and you have not just this show, but every single show we've done. No ads. That would be nice, right? So, okay. Um, one last thing before we get going, and there's a lot to talk about, and I, I will be doing the mailbag portion of this show, the mailbag uh, episode immediately following this. And boy, oh boy, do I have a ton that you guys have sent me. It's going to be a long one. I mean, probably an hour plus of the mailbag, no question. But, um, the rest of this week, guys, I want to keep making sure you understand what's going on in our, our schedule. This uh, this podcast, obviously, and the mailbag are coming. But tomorrow is the NXT Review Show with Zach Smith. And then on, um, on Friday is going to be your rivalries. Saturday is the preview show with, uh, with uh, Michael Gross. And then Sunday is the review show immediately following the Royal Rumble pay-per-view with the Botch Guy on YouTube. Go subscribe to him. For goodness sakes, it's... You're missing out on YouTube. If you love wrestling content, go over there, hit that subscribe button on YouTube for the botch guy. It uh, You will be entertained immediately. So that is the schedule. Um, we may be adding guests next week, maybe adding uh, some co-hosts as we move along. But uh, that's the plan right now. So we've got, my goodness, five shows more to, for you guys, and it's already Wednesday. So, okay, enough of this. Let's get into the nostalgia. Let's get into... The Rock returning in 2011. I believe it was in the Staples Center in L.A., so how apropos. But before we get there, I want to set the stage for The Rock's departure from WWE. This took place, his departure took place after his match in Madison Square Garden against Evolution. He reunited with Mick Foley to... Uh, to, to reform the rock and sock connection. He stood up for McFoley trying to take out evolution. Obviously evolution went over that night and I was there live. As many of you have known, I've 
uh, touted many times that I've been, I was at WrestleMania 20 in Madison Square Garden, for better or worse. We all know what the worst part of that was, but certainly there were great matches on that card. But this was um, this was one of the really good ones, and it was cool at the time, unknowingly watching The Rock's last match for the next seven years, and The Rock. Um, at that point was there in his, uh, again, in a final way that the fans didn't really know about. And there wasn't really that, that, uh, social media explosion yet. We were still in the infancy stages of Facebook and information wasn't as quickly freely flowing as it is now. So if this took place now, I think it would be a pretty well-known fact of, you know, this is probably the rock's last match, but we didn't know at the time we didn't know. And for seven years, The Rock was really out of the WWE picture. Now, that's not to say he didn't kind of make a special appearance here and there. Uh, I, I remember certain things he would do to to come in and remind you that, oh, yeah, The Rock's kind of still here, but he's not wrestling. He's just pops in, his face pops in on WrestleMania, uh, just before WrestleMania. You know, I can remember certain things, but as a whole, The Rock really was out of the WWE picture for seven years. And at WrestleMania 27 is where The Rock obviously made his uh, official return to WrestleMania. But at the time, if you recall, back in 2011, the WWE was obsessed with doing hosts. They were doing guest host Monday Night Raw, like every single week. And they wanted a guest host for WrestleMania. And, well, let's take a listen to... uh, Let's take a listen to that because this is this is one of the biggest reactions I, I mean I've heard in the last 20 years. So take a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of WrestleMania 27.
Oh, uh, you guys have to see this. I mean, it's it's. I don't think the sound does it justice, and I'm sure the last the, the first few minutes were not fun to listen to, uh, simply because it was electricity that was on the screen, and you didn't hear. It was just a bunch of sound effects. WWE was putting on the screen and uh, tipping their hat to the ele- electricity. He's the most electrifying man, which is what they were doing, obviously in hindsight. But this was certainly a surprise. This, this was a. Uh, very, very um, unforeseen, I think, by a lot of people who, because The Rock had said many times after he went to Hollywood, he's done with wrestling, he's done with wrestling, he's done with wrestling. So Vince, credit to Vince, credit to the team, credit to Rock at this point for being able to keep it under wraps and being able to keep it under wraps at a time when, uh, you, know, it, you know, social media was a thing. Not, again, not as big as 10 years later, 2021, but it was starting to come of age. So even in 2011, it was still impressive that they were able to keep this under wraps. Anytime there's a surprise that big that's able to stay a secret, it's commendable. And uh, I really was surprised that The Rock was the guest co-host. Um, I, I unfortunately, personal story that you guys probably don't care about, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I was actually on a date. On, it was Valentine's Day, 2-14, 2011, right? So many of you may have been on a date that night. And uh, it came across my notifications on my screen, which I, at 2011, I think it was like my iPhone 4S. How about that? 4, 4S, <laughs> which I'm through iPhone 12 now. But uh, I remember I was on a date and I saw it come through. I'm like, what the F? And I, so it was kind of spoiled for me, though. So I, I say it was a surprise, but it was only a surprise because I got the damn notification first. Uh, I got to turn those notifications off. People spoil things. Um, but I, hopefully for you, you actually were watching it live. I was on a damn date. And uh, I was not happy about spoiling that. Uh, but it was so cool to see The Rock back. And uh, before he left again, people would turned on him. He was heel rock. I know then 2004 with the Mick Foley he wasn't. But he was heel rock before then because people saw the, the, the writing on the wall. The Rock was headed for Hollywood. That They felt abandoned. They felt that Hollywood was more important to him. And you know what? It was. There's no doubt about it. It was. Uh, and uh, The Rock wanted to do something special. He wanted to come back. He wanted to do something for the fans, and uh, that's exactly what he did. And so let's uh, let's take a listen to some of the promo. I mean, this this whole segment is 14 minutes long. I'm not going to subject you to 14 minutes of uh, of a, a uh, an audio clip, but uh, let's let's take a listen to some of the things that The Rock had to say that were very very uh, heartfelt and hilarious at times too. So let's take a listen to that. important to me right now I need to take this moment and I need to tell you something as Dwayne it's been a long time since I've been back seven years to be exact but I want to take this moment in the middle of this ring to tell you why I'm back It's not because of the money. It's not to promote a movie. I am back in the middle of this ring because of you. When I left, when I left the WWE seven years ago, I dreamed big. 
And you guys dream big with me. You helped me accomplish my goals, accomplish my dreams, because you never left my side. And I want to take this moment to tell you all here, you're live here, millions watching around the world. I want to tell you thank you. I love you. And it is because of you that I am back in this ring, and it is because of you, and I give you my word, I am never, ever going away. So I'm going to pause it right there because <laughs> uh, Rock quickly just denounced or, or, or went back on his word by not being there uh, you know, for many, many weeks. It was via satellite, and John Cena took advantage of that. I mean, he pummeled the rock for being there via satellite. He even created a shirt that said, uh, I bring it via satellite, because it, it, it did get annoying, and it, it did become a little bit redundant and kind of feel like Rock's words were empty. However, if you asked Rock, you know, you said you were never going away, yet you, wanted, you kept going away. And the rock would yeah, the rock's answer would probably have been, I meant that I'm not going away for seven years again, that I'm I'm going to be here, you know, from time to time. I don't mean that I'm here full time. And so he probably should have clarified at the time that when he said he's not going away, that meant some people were thinking, Oh my god, he's back full time. Which some people understandably would take away from what he said there. That he's back full time. And I, I knew at the time that that's not what that meant. But I was also maybe excited that did he have a renewed passion for wrestling? He's going to ditch Hollywood for, for WWE again for maybe a at least part time every other month or every few months schedule. Obviously, we learned that the ultimate plan was just to have John Cena lose at WrestleMania 27 or WrestleMania 28. Uh, Rock lose at WrestleMania 29. And uh, that really was it. And th that was the program. <laughs> I mean, that's all it was. And Rock does the favors on the, on the way out the door after becoming champion. So, um, and beating CM Punk. So I, you know, I, I kind of took exception to those remarks because it, I mean, the Rock's gone now, right? Where, where, where the hell's the Rock? I think the last time we saw him was on the 1,000th edition of SmackDown when he rock bottomed uh, King Corbin. Was that it? I, I think that's the last time we saw him. So yeah, the rock comes and goes, but boy, it's like every few years. So I don't want to hear from the rock that I'm never, ever going away. That, that was a, I think a bad move on his part because yeah, you could clarify, but come on, we all know what, you know, what that's going to tell people or, or you know what that's going to, uh, that people are going to take away from that. So, um, let's 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 take a little bit more from this promo. Some of this stuff is really really funny. So let's take a listen. The Rock is going to WrestleMania. The Rock will host WrestleMania, and at the drop of a dime, The Rock will lay up the smack down at WrestleMania. He's the one that goes 
awesome. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I hear that all the time. I'm awesome. Well, The Rock ain't no scientist, but he pretty much knows that there's one formula that's a fact. If you got to run around, shoot your mouth off, telling everybody how awesome you are, it means you absolutely, undoubtedly, unquestionably, 100% completely suck. to see. There's one more man who the rock is gonna see. And that man Alright, so we're gonna pause it here because the raw anonymous raw general manager gets involved and uh the rock ends up shouting down Michael Cole because I mean the raw anonymous raw general manager might have been the one of the worst things that ever happened to Monday Night Raw. It was awful, uh, and there was no payoff, and it was ended up being Hornswoggle because WWE, and, and again, a perfect example of them not long-term planning and just coming up with an idea and figuring out the destination later of, yeah, let's do the Raw General Manager, the anonymous one, and they never had a plan for who uh, who it was. It was just ridiculous. So uh, let, let's take a listen to the rest of this promo, and uh, then we'll wrap some things up. I don't care, but I'm back now. You might have heard of him. His name is John Cena. God, so there are some good lines there, and actually, that one line about Fruity Pebbles ended up getting a sponsorship for John Cena for Fruity Pebbles. I mean, I think it worked out pretty monetarily nice for John Cena on that deal, uh, simply for the fact that he got a nice, a nice sponsorship. Uh, it really, I mean, I don't think that was planned. I don't, not at all. But uh, it to me, there is no better way to summarize. Exactly the transition from from the from the attitude era, ruthless aggression era, 
to the PG era better than The Rock did in about five seconds. And what I mean by that is his point about Austin 316 to The Rock to you can't see me. It's so perfect. It's so apropos. It is the best way to put the dissension or, or I'm sorry, the uh, the decline of the Attitude Era fan, how they feel about WWE than that moment. It was so, it's so true. You just this attitude era, you know, in your face. Can you smell what the rock is cooking to this PG soft color coded era of John Cena? It is exactly what the attitude era and ruthless aggression era fans had felt at that moment. So it, it was a great promo. The rock came back on fire. Unfortunately, he wasn't there every week, which was disappointing, at least in a, in a promo, uh, promo uh, capacity to build to the John Cena um, rock match that eventually happened at WrestleMania 28, the first one. But it's funny, too. The Miz, WWE champion. Did you catch that? The Miz was WWE champion, still calling himself awesome 10 years ago. And what is The Miz still doing now? Yeah. And you talk about The Miz having an evolution of character. The answer is no. He has not. And he was an afterthought in that program. He was the WWE champion. That's all you need to know about this era. And he was a damn afterthought because it was all about Rock and Cena. That's it. And The Miz actually ended up getting a concussion at WrestleMania 27 against John Cena. Really. I mean, really did. And it was a brutal bump. And I remember that bump on the outside of the ring. But The Rock was, it was all about Rock and Cena. And, and The Miz was simply a placeholder. Ended up amazingly retaining against John Cena. But um, that again, that's promo. You, I know you hear it here, but you got to watch it and you got to see the reaction. It is. It, it's one of those. It's one of those goosebump moments. It's one of those moments that you live for as a wrestling fan that keep you coming back. So, all right. Well, uh, let's take a quick break and then we're gonna get to the audio from WrestleMania 27, the actual part where The Rock interjected himself into the main event between The Miz and John Cena for the WWE, or yes, WWE Championship. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. Okay, well, uh, we are now at the crux of this build here, and uh, it was The Miz. It was John Cena. It was WrestleMania 27. It hurts my soul to say that The Miz was actually a part of the main event of WrestleMania, and I know that he harps on it, and he uses it as a heel, as he should, but the fact that this dude hasn't evolved physically or otherwise since he you know turned into The Miz is uh, part of the reason that he is channel changing for me, you know, so, but nonetheless, we build to this moment. We all know what's coming even before it happens as wrestling fans, but you know, what's going to happen, but you're dying to see it because it's like the wrestling's wrestling's past, which you loved about wrestling was about the clash with everything you despise about the current product and the, the chosen guy of John Cena. It was truly a dream matchup. I will give WWE that. Th- this was a true dream matchup. To me, not as big as Stone Cold versus the um, um, John Cena, but 
it was second best for me. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I know I'm being super, super uh, selfish here, but this was the moment that we all waited for. We all waited for it all night after a very long WrestleMania, but uh, let's take a listen to it. It still brings me joy to see. Oh, it's just so good to hear Jim Ross's voice on this, isn't it? I mean, hearing Jim Ross in his heyday is, I know this isn't exactly his heyday, is obviously well past it in 2011, but it was still a great, great, uh, a great moment to hear Jim Ross's voice. And this is still not over, though, because a concussed Miz, and you can look in his eyes. I mean, the Miz, for all the crap I talk about Miz and Morrison, and I truly, truly hate their characters in it. And again, a channel-changing way. Uh, I do. I mean, I do. I'm not so blind to know that they are human beings. Of course, I'm. Cons- I, I'm not that big of a, a d bag to want to put their actual health at risk to see them actually either fired or injured. That's that's not what I wish upon them. I just wish. I wish evolution upon them. I wish character evolution upon them, but uh, The Rock stared down The Miz, a very, very concussed Miz. I mean, you can see it in his eyes, like I said. It is just, it's scary to see at this moment. But uh, The Rock ends up coming back in and, uh, well, doing something fairly satisfying to The Miz here. talk about burying your champion right i mean as much as again i despise the miz i just talked about how much i do i again safety absolutely care about he's a human being i do not want to see him unemployed and you know feed his family i get all that i'm not to that level but 
um, to, to talk about from a professional standpoint at this point, you know, I wasn't doing podcasting during WrestleMania 27. That was a pipe dream at this point. But had I been, uh, first of all, The Rock restarted the match. I would have said, how the hell does that happen? He's the host. He's not the official. Uh, and then we have The Rock bury The Miz on the way out. So The Miz gets a, a, a fluke victory at the main event of WrestleMania. And then The Rock buries him immediately, and it's all about The Rock. I mean, I I have to say that it, it, it's, it, it kind of devalues the WWE Championship, doesn't it? And it, it was that just hideous spitter belt at the time, though. Anybody remember the spinner belt? Oh, I do. I do. I'm sure so many of you out there do, too. One of the worst iterations and versions of the WWE Championship ever created under uh, God's green earth. It is. It was just absolutely... Disrespect. It looked like a toy. It was just a giant marketing tool that WWE used to get the attention of of uh, younger fans. That's exactly what it felt like. It felt just like a giant toy marketing tool that the uh, WWE Championship was represented by, so that they could use it to market to little kids. That's exactly what it was. And they finally changed it with The Rock becoming WWE Champion uh, the final the next year. So that was also great to see. But. Again, they buried their WWE champion on the way out, and it was all about The Rock. Uh, so had I been do had I been doing a podcast at that point, I probably would have had some choice words for that, uh, but uh, I wasn't. So, alrighty, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed wrestling nostalgia here. I try to give you audio when I can, um, and give you a, a real in time perspective. Hopefully, this was enjoyable for you guys. If you have suggestions, please send them my way on Instagram at WWE underscore podcast. Or on Twitter at wrestling underscore audio. I do have Twitter. I'm still trying to appeal, just so you guys know. I did not forget about my WWE podcast Twitter account that I had like 40-some thousand followers on and built up for years. And just, it poof, went away one May 19th of 2020. Um, and um, I'm still trying to appeal the that decision by Twitter. So maybe, the you know, the 10th time's a charm. But uh, yeah, so maybe one day it'll be back. If not, I'm there on wrestling underscore audio. If you'd like to chat, I'll be there during the Royal Rumble and uh, tweeting my thoughts. But uh, that's all for me tonight, guys. As always, take care, and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to wwepodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash WWE podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.